no family is perfect. No family dynamic is perfect and everyone has a story. And the more that you can own your own story in totality and do whatever work that you need to do ultimately to free yourself because dysfunction or addiction or whatever of any type is bondage. You've gotten great at divine working, but what about divine living? Welcome to the Divine Living Podcast. I'm your host, Gina DeVee. You're not alone in wanting more. And here at the Divine Living Podcast, you can expect to be part of conversations from women like us who unapologetically dream big and are obsessed with manifesting our most fabulous lives. The conversation starts now. So we are coming off the heels of Father's Day. And for so many, holidays are a happy time of celebration, um, depending on which holiday and all the things. And oftentimes it can be filled with a lot of pain, a lot of hurt, a lot of grief. Um, I think for a number of reasons. One, because so many of us have this expectation that our family is supposed to be perfect and we're supposed to have this happy time because the rest of the world allegedly is. And I think that people suffer in silence a lot. And one of the reasons why I wanted to bring up the subject of family dynamics today is because so oftentimes the family system and the family dynamic gets replayed in our businesses. So as you're listening here today, you can, you know, maybe make some business connections or maybe this will just feed your soul on a personal basis as well. So something that I don't talk a lot about is that addiction runs in my family. And I think mostly I haven't talked about it because I didn't think that it was mine to talk about. And though I'm not going to get into the, the personal details of other members of my family, what I want to share today in case anyone else went through something similar or goes through something similar if addiction runs in your family or the addiction or dysfunction of any kind, it, the label doesn't exactly matter, um, is that it uh, this particular addiction and dysfunction reared its ugly head during uh, what was meant to be a very celebratory, fun occasion. And though the details itself don't exactly matter, anybody who has experienced high levels of dysfunction and addiction, you know, know that there's sort of only so many scripts out there about how it can go. And so Sunday, Father's Day, Monday, the day after, um, my role uh, in the past and this past Father's Day was kind of cleaning up um, a lot of the pieces, taking care of people, making decisions and getting things sorted out. And I happened to have a call with my coach already pre-planned on, on Monday evening and you know, Glenn knew what was going on and he kept saying, he's like, Jane, I'm so sorry with what you have to deal with. I'm so sorry that what you're dealing with. And then my coach said the same thing to me. And I, I sat back and I thought, wow, I'm filled with so much gratitude right now. And the reason why I'm filled with gratitude is 
though it wasn't necessarily a fun experience and it's not anything I enjoyed watching other members of my family be distraught around, I kind of had nothing on it. And when I say I had nothing on it, doesn't mean I wasn't empathetic, doesn't mean I didn't have love for all of who was involved and didn't doesn't mean I wasn't compassionate. All it meant was I was in a state of surrender. I was not triggered in the slightest. I had situations happen in front of my eyes and I made decisions that were best for me and a few other people at the time. And I acted on those decisions and I moved forward. And I remember so many times, years, where that was not my experience, where I got triggered, I got angry, I got involved in the chaos and the dysfunction. I said yes when I wanted to say no. I said no when I wanted to say yes. Like I was so codependent in these family dynamics that it would, well, it would make me invisible which I later showed up in my business and being afraid to be visible online because I was so used to being invisible. Um, I was always so focused on everyone else. I didn't even realize that I had a choice. I was so programmed to put everyone else first that it almost felt wrong to set a boundary, prioritize my own needs, speak up for fear of whatever the consequences would be from whoever had a different viewpoint or would disagree. Um, and this past experience was not that time. And so I thought I would just bring this up because the, you know, anybody who's in any form of a 12 step program knows you're only as sick as your secrets. And so oftentimes any kind of dysfunction, it doesn't have to be a, specifically about addiction, when it's kept in silence, when people aren't speaking up, setting boundaries, being visible, um, kind of, you know, hiding all the shadow stuff, um, it actually ends up perpetuating it. And I'm certainly not here to tell anybody what to do. I'm just sharing my own experience that the more visible I have become to myself, the more visible I was able to be in a circumstance like that and in my life and business and in all the joys of life also. And so I think that, um, you know, we can get caught up in our Instagram culture and scrolling through and seeing all the cute pictures of everyone hugging their fathers and not everyone has a father on this planet and not everyone even ever knew their father and not everyone wants to hug their father or not everyone has that sort of uh, picture going on. And I just wanted to be a virtual hug. Uh, I wanted to create some warmth to know that no family is perfect. No family dynamic is perfect and everyone has a story. And the more that you can own your own story in totality and do whatever work that you need to do ultimately to free yourself, because dysfunction or addiction or whatever of any type is bondage. It's filled with untruths. And the more that you live your truth and the more that you free yourself, 
you will have a very different experience. Now, the circumstances don't always change. Like I just illustrated, the, the family dynamics did not change for me over the weekend, but my experience was entirely different. I didn't um, have all that heaviness. I didn't go through the drama. I wasn't, you know, waking up with the, all of the, the spinning and the turmoil day after day, week after week, you know, it's like, I'm, I'm free and clear. And that's what I want for everyone listening. So, you know, I'm kind of speaking more from, um, you know, addiction is addiction, I should say it that way. And codependency is its own form of addiction. It's the addiction of needing to be approved of and liked by others. Um, and so that one I'm a bit more familiar with than uh, other addictions, chemical or otherwise. And I know that no matter what it is, that truth is available for everyone. And when you decide to go for truth, it means you're going for God. And with God, there's freedom and there's love and there's power. There's not power over others. Um, we don't get to take anyone's free will away from anyone, but we do get to free ourselves. And there's a very real experience that can come from that. And it took a lot of education for me. And so I want to encourage you to read, read the books. You know, if you two are dealing with any level of your own codependency, there's codependent no more, there's drama of the gifted child, there's all the John Bradshaw books. Um, literally, the book is called On the Family. And when I, there's, a, there's books on emotional blackmail. So like whatever form the dysfunction shows up in, in your life, read the books and educate yourself because when I became aware when there were like words printed on the page that I wasn't conscious to at the time I didn't have the clarity uh, around it was it was a startling awakening but and a beautiful one also one where today I feel so much more grounded so much more at peace and so much more loving PS because underneath it all you know there was unconscious resentment and bitterness and anger that I had. Um, and now I don't have to go to those emotions. I get to choose love and I get to understand that sometimes the most loving response is no. And I get to give myself permission to say, I'm unavailable and to make certain decisions, remove myself from certain situations, uh, regardless of how uh what, what other people think and the reason why i wanted to bring this up here also was because when we all look at our own family dynamics until we have freed ourselves until we have become conscious of what's really going on, the unconscious will play out. And though you may grow up and move out of the home and people may or may not even be living anymore, the dynamics will be living in you until they don't. And when I saw all of my codependent behavior, I didn't see it growing up. I didn't see it in my teens. I didn't see it in my twenties. I didn't actually see it until I started my business. 
and saw how afraid I was to set a boundary. At first it was with clients, later on it was with team members uh, and colleagues. And then I, or, or I remember being so afraid to be visible online and like all of it went back to the family dynamics. And so, you know, what's most personal is most universal. Uh, also why I'm sharing some of this story today to, I want you to get to know yourself and I want you to be there for yourself and I want you to champion yourself and I want you to free yourself so that you are living your most vibrant, most epic, most abundant life that creates the biggest contribution. And when you're afraid to speak your truth, you can't do that as much. When um, it when it doesn't feel like you have a choice to set boundaries, you're not in freedom to to live and do what you came here to be and freedom is a thought away so learning to really listen to you and and when i say listen to you i mean the real you the soul of you not the programming and the conditioning that's gone on in your mind not all of the well i should do this and if i don't do that then i'm worried about this and you know but what if someone and it gets really dramatic with addiction you know what if someone overdoses what if someone dies what if someone commit suicide like like the stakes seem so high and they're always at least for me seem to be an excuse of why i had to dot 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 show up save the day you know offer more money more this more that and then i realized through healing my codependency everyone has a choice Everyone has a choice and that includes me and that includes you. And we, nobody, I learned this as a therapist, nobody can cause or prevent a suicide. And when you get to this place of freedom and surrender, that's when you get to really give dynamics and people and situations over to God because you are not God and nor do you need to be. And people suffering with codependency, sometimes don't realize that. And there's always this, yeah, but, and the what if, and the, or even getting, and here's the other thing with me, I didn't realize how much significance I got out of being codependent, out of being the one who saved the day and who was always perfect and getting it right and being there for everyone and coming up with the solution and on and on and on. <laughs> I was talking to one of the family members yesterday and she was like, and what about this? And what about that? And did you see the email that so-and-so sent? And then what about the text? And I said, you know what? I'm actually not interested and I'm quite bored with dysfunction. I'm like, and if, if I'm going to be in a conversation about dysfunction, someone's going to be paying me. <laughs> That's what I do for a living. I'm happy to coach people that are looking to heal from their dysfunction and I get paid for it. Like I'm not here for the sideline. I'm not here to do it for free anymore. And it was just a way of setting a boundary. And it was a way of not getting wrapped up in the chaos or, or even pretending to be intrigued by all of this dysfunction. And I also no longer needed to get my significance out of it. Like I wanted to change the subject. I, I want my significance to come from so many other creative, juicy, vibrant, like high, you know, vibe options than needing to get my significance from, you know, saving the day anymore.
So I don't know who needs to hear this today, but what I do know is that until we look at and take back the power in all the different areas of our lives and rewrite the script and rewrite the story so that you are living your life by design, you will see that you have so much more talent, so many more options, so much more power, so much more capability to live the life that you came here to live, to thrive in the way that you came here to thrive. And yes, that will involve watching other people make different decisions than you. And I know that you want those loved ones and I know that you want those family members to make different choices we don't get to do that for others we only get to do that for ourselves and if you really want to impact people the the strongest chance that you have of impacting anyone is living by example really showing what's possible showing that your best years are in this moment and ahead of you and not behind you and not giving in to any of the old stories focus on you and then in that process, you're, you know, you don't have to go looking too deep, right? Like if, if you want to be healed in some area of your life, you're going to, your business is going to give you a chance to do that. You're going to see where, um, you know, someone's going to be pushing the envelope or someone's going to be pushing the boundaries or someone's going to push whatever button that's going to trigger you about whatever, whatever. And when you bring it back to the family dynamic, you'll see where it came from. You'll see where the fear is from and what it's really about. And none of it is ever in the here and now. It's never about that team member. It's never about that VA going MIA. It's never about that ornery client. It's all about what got set up probably pretty much before the age of eight years old. Between zero and seven is when the programming took place. Because if you think it's just about getting rid of the gnarly client or finding that perfect VA or um, whatever it is, there's always going to be a next one and a next one until you heal the dynamic, until you heal that dynamic. And I was so much in my programming, I remember at the beginning was I was always afraid of getting in trouble. Now we can see why, right? It was like um, that was just, you know, part of the dynamic. And so because I was afraid of getting in trouble meant that like trouble could always be right there. And you, you know, the Course in Miracles talks about you create what you defend against. And when I realized that I was always afraid of getting in trouble, that's why I was attracting clients who were constantly critical, dissatisfied, talking about me behind my back or online, because I was attracting the experience of getting in trouble because that's what I was afraid of. Now, all I see, get, or hear anywhere from DMs to emails to chats on Zoom or podcast um, reviews is so much appreciation and so much gratitude for the work that I do in the world, for how I show up, whatever it is. And it's only because I shifted inside of me the experience that I was no longer available to be in trouble. I, I can, I'm not always going to get it right. I'll learn my lessons, but it came from a much healthier approach. And, and then the, so then the, the progress went on, you know, it's like, at first I was attracting that with clients and I would attract it with team members. And it can be so confusing when you're in it. I remember the team stuff that I was going through, 
like it was like a revolving door. It was a toxic dynamic. Nobody would stay. Nobody was happy, all the things. And what I realized and anyone like struggling with like, where are all the A player team members out there? It was a direct relationship to my relationship with support. And I wasn't used to being supported. I was used to being the one who supported. And so therefore that was the programming that I'm not supported, that I support others. And so that showed up in my business well. So if anyone has that revolving door, look at your own relationship with how available are you to receive support? Now, the good news with all of this is, and the weak will become strong. And that means the weak areas in your life get to become the strongest. Today, I have the most appreciative clients. Today, I have the most supportive A-plus team members. And it goes on and on. But it wasn't until I looked very specifically at my own family dynamics that I was able to see where the dysfunction transferred from the family into the business. And that's where I was then able to consciously heal them and take responsibility and stop creating excuses. And well, there's no good help is hard to find. It's like, no, it's not. Everything is energy. Everything is energy. And we are so fortunate that we know what we know, that we get to be the ones who transform every area of our lives, every area, whether it's physical, whether it's emotional, whether it's spiritual, all of it gets to be transformed. There's a particular subject that I'm not talking about right now um, that I'm choosing to transform in my life. And it's something that I was always told and then therefore told myself that I wasn't good at this particular department. And I, what you resist persists and I've shoved it off and shoved it off and shoved it off. And, and most people I would say at my age would not um, look to take this on. And I was like, you know what? It's an untransformed area and I'm gonna transform that one too. So I've transformed my man story, transformed my money story, transformed my mother's story, I've transformed so many of the family dynamics. And then, but there's still some residue left over. Um, I'm in the process of transforming my body and a few other fun areas of my life too. And so just remember everything in your life that you desire can be transformed. Your experience, you don't get to control others but you do get to create a complete sense of freedom for yourself and a high vibrational contribution and the epic life that you came here for. So I want you to stay focused on everything that you crave for you. Get those areas healed. Don't think anyone else popped out of the box with the perfect family. There is no perfect family. Everyone has a story. And the most important thing is that you focus on yours and appreciate the parts of your family and family dynamic and the people in your life that are awesome. Because nobody's all awesome or all horrible. Like nobody's all healthy or all dysfunctional. And for all of my family members, I just, I took a moment of gratitude within myself. And then I, I thank certain people as well for the, the awesome ways in which they've shown up in my life. And the ways that 
I felt led to set a boundary because I was visible to myself and prioritized my desires and needs and wants and no longer um, couldn't even see them. I did that and then I moved on. And there's freedom. I think that's just what I want to leave you with today. There, there's freedom. So go ahead. I'm sure you don't have to look too far to see what the next area is that you're meant to transform. And you don't have to take on all the areas at the same time. Um, you know, this is really sacred work. And it's such an opportunity to reclaim and to reclaim all the parts of yourself. So be gentle with yourself. You're not always going to get it right, nor do you need to, nor do you need to expect that of yourself. Give yourself permission to make mistakes along the way. It's a uh, take messy action, just like we do in business. We don't always have that figured out either, but take the action because any progress is progress. And how, what doesn't matter whatever happened in the past, you have the power of the present moment. So make the decisions from right here, right now to move yourself forward in the direction of your dreams. All right, so let's pray. <sighs> Dear God, we surrender in this moment all of the dark areas in our life because we know that with you, all things are possible. And we are praying and asking for miracles. We are asking for miracles of your love, of your power, and of your transformation. And we specifically pray right now over any families that are dealing with dysfunction or addiction, that you would make them whole, that you would give the spiritual awakening, the grace that's needed for all of your children to step into their light and into their power. And we ask that anybody perhaps struggling with surrendering to you would also be given extra wisdom and extra favor and extra grace to do so. Because we acknowledge you as source and we thank you for the lives that we've been given. And we ask that you make our steps clear on exactly what we're supposed to say or not supposed to say, exactly what steps we're meant to take and not take. And may we always feel your love and your guidance. And we pray this believing, amen. Amen, amen, amen. All right, my beautiful. I hope that you have loved this episode and it has been a blessing in your life. And if you could use a little extra love and support in sisterhood, I wanna invite you to join me in my global community in the Audacity to be Queen free companion course. This is completely free. And when you go to divineliving.com forward slash audacity, you're gonna get meditations, you're gonna get videos, you're gonna get workbooks, you're gonna get Q&A call replays with me. It's just a whole bunch of positive programming completely for free. I wanna make sure that you have this love in your life. So go get it now at divineliving.com forward slash audacity.